Hi, Peter Alsop here with my weekly Songs to Chew podcast. Today's episode is for the adults and teens, and the song we will chew today is called When the Women Say No. It's from my Disciples of Perfection album. I wrote it in 2009. I was a member of a global population think tank organized by an old friend of mine, Mal Jones, and his partner, Carol Curry. They live on Martha's Vineyard. We called it Up the River Endeavors. It was an incredible group of mostly women executive directors, from nonprofit social service organizations, the National Women's Health Network, Mother Jones Magazine, both the Atlanta, Georgia, and the Chico, California Feminist Women's Health Centers, the Albert Einstein Institute, the Population Communications International. We had the National Organization of Men Against Sexism, the Jane Goodall Foundation, and me, and there were others over the years. We'd meet once a year to talk with each other and listen and try to better understand the root causes for the huge growth in our world population that seems to be putting pressure on all of our social systems. What we came up with, after many years of meeting, as the most effective way to slow down the overwhelming growth in the number of human beings on our planet was to empower women worldwide. When men have power and authority, we tend to keep it for ourselves and use any resources we have to increase our power and authority over others. Hmm? Of course, not all of us men do this. History, however, supports the fact that generally when women have power and authority, they share it with men, and they use their resources to build infrastructure in their communities so that their children can grow to procreative age and have their own children. Some anthropologists claim that a woman's biological priority, in order to keep her DNA in the gene pool, is to create a stable enough culture and environment for her children to have their own children, whereas a man's biological priority, to keep his DNA in the gene pool, is mostly just to spread as much semen around as he can and have lots and lots of children. This is pretty much a functional analysis of how it works, and mostly not conscious planning on the part of the individuals. But it seems to support the data we see from looking at the world around us. So I am personally delighted that our most recent U.S. election brought in lots and lots of wonderfully competent women to elected office. Good for us. Well, over the years, our population think tank invited many different authors to our meetings to inform our discussions. At one meeting, we were visited by the author John Perkins. He wrote the book, The Confessions of an Economic Hitman. He told us a fascinating true story about a tribe of indigenous people who live in the rainforests of Ecuador. They're called the Shuar. In the Shuar culture, men work outside the home, cutting trees and hunting food, and the women are responsible for working inside the home, preparing food and taking care of children, except that sometimes the women's job is to go outside and check on what the men are doing out there. And when necessary, they tell the men, no, stop too much, and the men listen. We all know that men can get carried away with our manly activities sometimes, right? I laughed when I first heard this story because it seemed like a pretty good idea to give women the authority to tell men, no, stop enough. It reminded me of the Iroquois people whose tribal system empowered the women to vote. They would decide which men they wanted in the great council, Women could not run themselves, but they could remove a chief if he didn't properly fulfill his job. Hmm. So John Perkins went on that a group of men from the Shuar tribe were invited to New York City to make a presentation at the United Nations about the concerns of indigenous people. But when the men of the Shuar got off the plane at JFK, they were astonished. They looked around at all the buildings and all the cars and all the glass and cement, and with great concern they asked their hosts, "'What happened to your women?' Guess they figured someone needed to tell the men in New York City, no, stop too much. So here's the song I wrote because I agree with Ashwar. This is from my Disciples of Perfection album, 
when the women say no. Way far away in the land of the schwa, down deep in the jungles of Ecuador, the men cut the trees and they hack the vines, and the women take care of the houses inside. And the men kill the animals and hunt for food And the women they cook and the things taste good But the men of the schwa can go too far Then the women say no No! The men listen you know When the women say no No! The men need to listen when the women say no No! It's a better vision when the women say no No! It's about time when the women say no No! Gotta draw the line Don't do it no more Don't do it no more City. Well, it got to New York, wasn't very pretty All the metal and cement, the brains started swimming So they asked the other men, what happened to your women? When the women say no, no. men need to listen when the women say no. no It's a better vision when the women say no, no. It's about time when the women say no. no Gotta draw the line, don't do it no more, don't do it no more Trying to get to the top Bigger and richer till they're fighting in wars And the women ask, who are you doing this for? Men say, war is hell, but it won't go away Humans did it back then and we do it today But the women say, this is not quite true It's mostly you men, so we'll say it again When the women say no, no. life is in danger When the women say no, no. get out the lone ranger When the women say no Last to chew on there, eh? There are so many things in this song that we can talk about. Women running for office, ending war, same-sex marriage, men changing diapers. You're not the Lone Ranger. How many of us guys are more comfortable jumping in to save the women in our lives and we hear, I don't need you to do anything. I just want you to listen. Hard to listen sometimes, isn't it? Especially when our loved ones are having a problem. Especially when we know exactly what they should do to fix it. (laughs) Yes, both genders can find it hard to listen. 
But here's a chance, after listening to this song, to talk about these things and to listen to what our friends and family and partners have to say. My dad always used to say, you know, you need a good talking to. But I think that was backwards. I've just finished a new song called You Need a Good Listening To. It's not a sing-along, it's a listen-along. We'll chew on that song in one of these podcasts pretty soon. For now, feel free to play this song over and over. Sing along if you want. Sing it in the car, alone or with your friends, at rallies and marches. I had a great time recording it with Greg Hilfman, my engineer pal and master musician, and my old friend Nick South, who played a monster bass part on this one for me. If you want to see credits for the other musicians and singers or find the chords and lyrics for this song, simply click on the notes section that hopefully appears under the song title on your listening device. You can make comments there, too. I'd love to hear from you. Please go to my Facebook page. It's We Like Peter Alsop and like the page. And you can reach out to me at peter at peteralsop.com for email, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. That's it for today. Next week, we'll start another one of my kids' albums. It's called Uh Uh-Oh, where I upset Fifi the Age Fairy, so she sends me back to preschool, where I find myself stuck in diapers and run into my old friends Bill Harley, Mayor Harmon, and a slew of other kid performers. Thanks for stopping by. Tell your friends with kids how to get songs to chew. They can get my music for free and then... Listen to these podcasts at night with their kids just before bedtime. Okay? See you next week.